Pastor, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with best-selling author Shell Bliss. We have a heartfelt conversation about how life affects writing. It really resonated with me. I hope you enjoyed listening in. Hello, Shell. Hi. Hi. Good morning, or afternoon, actually. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great, too. What part of the country are you in? I currently live near Tampa, Florida. Do you? Well, I'm I'm jealous of your weather right this minute. Where do you live? I live in Minnesota. Oh. It's actually been lovely this week, and today is kind of rainy and thundering. My puppy has his thunder shirt on and is kind of been shaking <laughs> all morning. <laughs> I bought one of those for my cat. Did it work? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I know. They just kind of froze. I think one rolled off the couch because she didn't know how to move in it. Oh, no. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> I bought it for a car trip thinking it would help, but yes. it, it didn't. He actually likes his. I don't know how if it's that effective, but he will let me put it on him and he kind of comes a little bit. But Yeah, that's the difference between a cat and a yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> so this is airing on May 9th. Okay. You will just have had a book come out called... Kneel Down. This is your co-written one? Yes, I have a co-written series with Eden Butler. Okay, It's the third awesome. book in the series. I love her. Yeah, she's fantastic. We've been friends for years. Mm-hmm. So I've always been a huge fan of her writing. Mm-hmm. And she's the third person I've co-written with. Oh, really? Yes. I've co-written with Brenda Rothert and Meredith Wild. Okay. I just, I love her writing. It's way more flowery than mine is. She's uh-huh. way more descriptive than I am. Um, and I thought it would be a good mix. Nice. I think she's great at telling the story. How does the process work for you guys? Do you do back and forth? <laughs> do you do Google Docs? Well, we do Word. Our co-writing together is a little different than the other projects I've worked on. I mean, I... I plan nothing when I write a book. I don't have an outline. You know, I have character names and that's about it. Uh And just a general idea. But Eden, she is a total planner. She (laughs) plans, she outlines. And so she would send me a chapter and I would start writing. And then I would send her back a chapter and she'd be like, that's not what happens in the outline. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I would say, but it happened in my head. Like, that's what happened. (laughs) This is what the characters told me they wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not used to planning it. To me, it's just very unnatural. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of different writing with her. But I think, you know, the product turns out really well. And she really brings a lot to my writing. I think she helps make me a better writer. I think that's true of all the co-writing projects I've worked on. I've heard some nightmare stories about co-writing and I love it when it works. Yeah, I think people kind of just jump in not realizing how difficult it can be. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this is the third person I co-wrote with and probably, let's see, the eighth book now. Wow. This tells me <laughs> that you are easy to get along with. <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> I'm really not that easy. I mean, when it comes to words, maybe, but other parts of the business, <laughs> not. But I, I try to have fun with co-writing. I mean, with Brenda and with Meredith, when we just winged it, it was like, okay, who could stick each other in the craziest spot, especially with <laughs> Meredith? Like, you know, right when the sex scene happened or something crazy happened, I'd be like, now it's your turn. <laughs> not so much with Eden, but yeah, it, it's it's a fun process. And I can be easy when it comes to writing, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) 
writing with Meredith, I was very intimidated with that. Oh, that was a little hard to uh, to write the the one book with her. We're currently writing another one too. Is it different this go around? Yeah, I'm, I'm not as intimidated by it. You know, it's just easier in that way. It wasn't like, oh my god, she's gonna read my words and be like, was she drunk when she wrote? This? <laughs> 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 and then also you've got. Well, Hustle came out in March. Yes. And then what's coming up? In June, I'm releasing Love, which is book five in my Men of Inked Southside series. Do you prefer to write series than standalones? I do. I have a few standalones. I know as a reader, I love to read series. Mm -hmm. I've been on a reading binge the last month. And if I see it's a long series, then I'll give it a shot. Like if it's under three books, I don't bother. Mm. If it's a standalone, I'm like, eh. I, I like length. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's what she said. You know, uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, as a writer, it's hard to start a whole new world. Do you know when you're done? I had a series, my alpha series, like, I think there's four books in the series. And I'm like, I think I'm done with the series. I mean, I could go on, but I didn't feel it was necessary. Mm-hmm. My current series, The Men of Ink Southside, I thought it was only going to be four books. But when I got done with book four, I was like, it's it doesn't feel done to me. There's mm. more that can be said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started to write love. So I don't want to say it's going to be the last book in the series because I don't know. I let the characters dictate that. What is your writing process? Like when you're just writing on your own? I don't really have a process. I mean, like I said, I don't I don't plan anything out. I usually get my cover first. That kind of gives mm. me a little bit of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, People will be like, oh, my God, what's the book going to be about? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you write every day? I I try to. Usually I get up about four in the morning. Mm. I usually try and start writing around 430. Wow. I try to get in about 2,000 words or more if I can by about seven. Mm. And then, you know, if the words are flowing, I'll keep writing. If I finish a chapter and I'm like, okay, I need a break, then I go on to do other work. But I try to write every day, but I never know. I, I never know from day to day what I'm going to write or what's mm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. So if I send the book to a beta reader and they ask, what's going to happen next? I don't know. Like, I don't <laughs> even know what's going to be in the next paragraph until I write it. <laughs> what would you say your favorite and least favorite part of this career is? My least favorite part is probably the pressure. Mm-hmm. It's like being like, you know, a hamster on a wheel. Like there's there's never a down moment or a moment where I totally feel I can um, unplug and step away. Mm-hmm. I've never had anxiety in my life, but the last two and a half years I have. Aww. And I would say it's a mix of personal things that have gone on. Um, I had a couple deaths in the family that really triggered it. Oh, but wow. yeah. I feel like I think two releases in the last two years, I've ended up in the emergency room with a panic oh, attack. Oh my goodness, so I'm so sorry. That's my least favorite. Yes. <laughs> No question. Is the anxiety from it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. The best part about it is writing. So, I mean, it's kind of like a crazy thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love writing. And if I don't write for an extended period, I do get really cranky. I always say this is such a vulnerable career, kind of in every way. It is. The writing, the social media part, all of it is just you putting yourself out there and if if you're not that kind of a person to begin with, I feel like that's even 
magnified. Yeah, it's such a a strange career. I was a teacher for many years. And, Mm. you know, I I was used to standing in front of a classroom and having 30 sets of eyes on me. But (laughs) to have hundreds or thousands of people reading your book and, you know, I I try not to read reviews because that's wise. I don't want to hear the bad. Yeah, it's hard. (laughs) And even too much of the good. It's like, well, yeah, release. I'm just as nervous as the first book, maybe more so Mm -hmm. than the first book I ever released. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm like, I got this. Everyone's buying it. It's all going to be great. They're going to love it. Like, I I feel like self-doubt makes me a better writer and pushes Mm -hmm. me. Does everyone in your life know about your writing career? Yes, they do. When I first started writing, no, because I was a teacher. I think my principal knew and some of the teachers at school, the students didn't know because I was writing racy romance. Mm-hmm. But now everybody knows. Even, you know, my last set of kids I taught now are, you know, 24. Mm. And uh, so they're all grown. Some of their parents read my books. They're weird. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm very open about it. I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm very proud. I think it's kind of a weird thing. So you'll know, I I think you'll know what I'm talking about. As as a writer, you kind of feel like everybody's a writer Mm because you're surrounded by them. Mm -hmm. And then when you step back and look at it, it's like very few people actually write a book, finish a book and publish a book. Mm -hmm. So I'm proud of it every time. Yeah. I think the pool guy was here last week and I was like, hey, did you know I write romance books? (laughs) He's like, no. I'm like, do you read romance? He's like, not really. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, but I'll take a book. I was Uh, like, all right. (laughs) That's great. I feel like I get such weird response if I ever do say anything that I've stopped saying anything. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe that's my self-doubt kicking in, but it's just such an awkward thing. I think, you know, some people feel like, I don't know. You could see their faces when you tell them. Yeah. You know, I'll hand them a book and they'll be like, oh, you've hit USA Today. Then to them, it's like, oh, that well. validates you. Yeah. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, so you must do well. Like, I don't know what they think. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, people do actually read my books. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just need to practice saying it more. <laughs> be proud. I'm proud. I mean, you know, it's, I think, you know, my dad passed away a couple years ago and I, I was really sad because the book I co-wrote with Meredith was my first book that made it into bookstores. And Mm. he never, he didn't live long enough to see that. And I was really sad. I mean, he knew it was coming out. Mm -hmm. I think I had received a copy of it by then. But he was so proud of everything I achieved that, you know, if, if no one else likes it, it's fine. That's so great. My mom did not know I had any books out when she passed away. Oh. There are times that I I really regret that. Yeah, she would she would have been proud. She would have. She would have been proud and also mortified. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> I, I talk about it in one of my books that I released in, in the preface that I finished writing the book like four days before my dad died and he had prostate cancer. So mm. We knew that he, you know, the end was coming, and every day I would go see him and spend time with him. And he'd be like, "Okay, now go home and write. You need to finish your book." Like Aww. to him, that was it was really important. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting next to his bed, and he was facing me, and I was leaning against the wall, and he's like, "Did you finish your book?" And I was like, "Dad, I finished my book today." And he like touched my nose, and he was like, "Good." Oh, like to him, man. it was it was more important that I 
kept working, mm-hmm. probably because he didn't want me to just sit there and stare at him all day, which mm-hmm. is what I would have done. Right. And then I waited a year to publish that book mm-hmm. because I, I couldn't. Like, reading it, I was like, what the hell did I write? I mean, I wasn't in the mental yeah. state to write, but I was getting the words down. Do you um, feel like so it, it took you a while to get your stride writing again after he passed away? It took me a long time, and it, it started before he passed because that was... That was the most challenging three years of my career. And I've only been mm-hmm. writing since 2013. So mm-hmm. this is year six. But in June 2016, my brother passed away suddenly. Oh, man. And he was my only sibling. My whole family's from Ohio. And that summer, I had planned a whole trip for my family, for my parents. I was taking them to Ohio to spend the whole summer with my brother and my uh, niece and the whole family. And my brother passed away a week before we were set to arrive. Wow. So... Instead of driving to Ohio and it being a happy trip, I was driving to Ohio planning his funeral. We got to Ohio and buried my brother. And that summer was just so awful. I couldn't write all summer. Mm -hmm. And in August, so two months later, we found out my dad's cancer was back. My dad ended up in the intensive care unit. And we were told then he only had a few months to live. So it was, you know, blow after blow. Mm -hmm. And then I found out my closest cousin who was more like a sister we were roommates in college that she had cancer i found out the same day that my dad was told he only had a short amount of time Good left grief. so it's been such a crazy 3 years and it really affected my writing mm-hmm. i'm known more for happy romance steamy happy romance it's hard to write something steamy and happy yeah. when you feel anything but inside definitely and I, yeah i mean it really affected my ability to write, my ability to come up with stories. Sometimes it, it felt like I was pulling teeth to get the words out of me. Mm. But I finally feel like now that it's been almost three years that I'm kind of getting my bearings again. Good. As a writer, we, we try to prepare for all these things. Like, okay, what if my editor's booked? Or, right. you know, I don't get a cover in time. But I never once thought about, oh, my God, what if I lose the two most important men in, in my life. Mm. Like, yep. how would would that affect me? And, uh, you know, now it's something that I think about. It's something you can't plan for. So true. So that was, uh, that, that's been my biggest challenge as a writer the last few years. I really felt, I kind of backed away from social media. I was going to ask you know, about we, that because yeah. I know when I went through it, I just, I wanted to hide. Yeah, <laughs> you, and, know? you know, it's hard to like log on and see all these happy people. And it's like, why are people happy? Mm-hmm. Like they should mourn with you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's unrealistic, but I didn't feel like talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. I just was absent. And it took me a good year to kind of climb back out and re-engage my readers and be like, hey, I'm still here. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry that, you know, I kind of backed away. I, I needed to. Yeah. And, you know, the community is so great. Everyone, you know, is very quickly to embrace you. And, um, yeah. It's been sucky. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know that's such a cliche, but I really am. I feel that. Yeah, I think anyone who's lost, you know, a parent or a sibling understands. I mean, you know, everyone's lost someone yeah. um, in their life, but I, I just, I've never experienced that kind of grief, mm. Yeah, you know, as especially with my brother. Because you always figure, you know, that's your brother. You've had him since the second you were born. Mm -hmm. You know, my brother was six years older than me, so he's always been there. 
And it's just, it's a different type of grief. And then caring for my mother, because now she mm. lost her only son yeah. and her husband. So, so you know, I'm one of those people I kind of watch over everybody else. I mm-hmm. care about them more than myself at time. And that affects me physically and mentally at some point. That's probably part of you ending up in the hospital. Oh, it is. I, I've never experienced like, I always thought I, I was one of those people. I was like, I love pressure. I got this. I know my book's due in two weeks. I'm going to turn it out. Like, don't worry. <laughs> like, I would wait till the last minute. And now I cannot, I'm just not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. It plays too much on my mind. So yeah. I, I'm learning to plan better. Do you have a new strategy in place for <laughs> dealing with <laughs> the pressure? I always say I'm going to get ahead. And I never do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe do some yoga or I don't know what. That's what everyone says, like meditate and do yoga. Sometimes I do meditate. I mm-hmm. have an app on my phone that I love. It's called Headspace and mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Um, and that really helps me. But then I'm like, oh, now I want a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on release day, though, it would be okay if you take a nap. Yeah. It really Last would. Last release, I tried not to be on the computer too much. Good. Now I didn't stress. I wasn't, like, looking at things. Everything was, it was a, it was an easier release. So. Maybe, like, a spa day or something. Yeah. Even that would be good. I'm going to be trying to think of things for <laughs> we, you for we just have to day. be gentler on ourselves. I, I think we have higher expectations. Yeah. Where you know we're like, is everyone looking? Are they judging me? Are they checking? And we kind mm-hmm. of need, you know, I I'm like, okay, no one really cares. No, the only people that care are other authors. They're the only ones looking at things. Like, who cares? Right. As long as my readers are happy, that's all I care about. Do they love the story? It's so true. Do they feel satisfied? Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Yep. That's it. Well, I think you're on the right track, for sure. Why, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions, and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. Last song you heard. It was um, Middle by um, Jimmy Meets World. Flying or Invisibility? Invisibility. (laughs) Go to drink while reading. Coffee. Show you're binge watching now. Ooh, nothing right now. I think I've binged every one. What's your favorite? (laughs) What's my favorite? Yeah. I love Sons of Anarchy and Mm -hmm. I love Boardwalk Empire. Those are my two favorites. Last book you read and loved? I read the entire Royal series by Aaron Mm -hmm. Watt. So whatever the last one was, Tarnished Kingdom, Cracked Kingdom, I can't remember the name. Okay. I think it's time for us to sing a song. Oh no, please. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking we are the champions. Oh no, you're really going to make me sing? This is just kind of a thing I do. (laughs) Oh no. Oh my goodness. Okay, are you ready? Okay. We are the (laughs) champions, my friends. Oh my goodness. And we'll keep keep on on fighting. (laughs) I got it too high. (laughs) Do you know the next word? I can't think of it. I'm going blank. (laughs) We are the champions. No time for losers. Because we are the champions of the world. We wouldn't get signed to a record deal. We wouldn't. No, we totally. We really botched that. (laughs) Well... Thanks so much for doing this today. Well, thank you for having me. It's really an honor. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye. Bye. I'm so grateful to Shell for opening her heart to me like that. 
And yeah, I would just be thinking about her throughout this year as she goes through this process after all that she's dealt with. I hope you will go follow her, buy her books, leave her great reviews, just shower the love on her. She deserves it. All right, take care. I'll see you next week.